Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast. And this week you will have been treated to an extra bonus episode in the middle of the week uh, to do with the shooting in Bondi. But anyway, I'm Paul, that's John, and it's been a very, very big week here at Loose Units. Dad, we've had a bit of a bombshell drop in the world of true crime, and it's very sad and very strange. But remember the case of William Tyrrell? Yes, I mean, I'm sure most people in Australia are aware of that particular case. Yes, but you've heard about the updates, haven't you? I've heard that um, the stepmother, <clears throat> they've recommended charges, but not, not the charge of murder, Paul. So a charge of covering up the death, right? And also tampering with the body. So Which... what, are you, what, are they, what are they saying actually happened? Or I know obviously they haven't stated anything officially, but what is the implication here? Well, the implication is that um, she was not the murderer, but that she's potentially, got to be careful what we say here, but potentially... She has knowledge of... But the interesting charge, or the charge that I found most fascinating, was the charge of tampering with body, which means if you've tampered with the body, my mind thinks that you may have moved the body. So something's happened. She says she wants all the police evidence made available to her. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting how she says made available to her and not her defence team. So she may or may not have a defence team lined up. Right. I'm sure there will be lots of lawyers, legal firms, that will be fairly keen to step into this particular case, you know, from a legal firm's perspective. It's mm-hmm. publicity. And that old adage that all publicity is good publicity. Um, and they may even do a pro bono, <clears throat> which means no win, no fee. That's is that's what forgive me, listeners. So that's what pro bono means. We will you pay us if we win the case. That's right. But Paul, a lot of the big firms around the world, and mm-hmm. some listeners may not know this, a lot of firms do a portion of their annual work is set aside as pro bono, no matter what. It's giving back. Paul, I thought we could start with a joke. We've already started, though. Um, I know we've started. Continue, but... we, we can continue with a joke if you like. Well, it's just that it popped into my head. Okay. And as you and the listeners know, things pop in and out of my head, you know, and if I, if, if it goes, it's gone. Yeah. I don't want it to go. Okay. Listen, uh, Dad, your jokes have a, um, not a spotty record, but I mean, there is certainly a degree of, um, look, things happen. So let's hear what your joke is. Please. Okay. Well, you've heard of, uh, Ken and Barbie dolls, haven't you? Yes, I have. Why couldn't, uh, Barbie get pregnant? Why? Because Ken came in the other box. Okay. <laughs> That's not terrible. 
What? That's not terrible. That's, That's not terrible. Joke. That's Thank a pretty you. good joke. Thanks, okay. Mike. Okay. All right. You know what? Fine. That's fine. You did that good work. Mm. Paul, Baba. a listener uh, has written to me this morning, one of our yes. hardcore Melbourne listeners. Mm-hmm. She sent me a reel of a serving police officer in England yep. who has diagnosed ADHD and he's put a pretty, pretty bloody good argument as to why law enforcement officers with ADHD ADHD make very, very good police. Okay, explain and, why. Well, I watched it and it, it makes sense. He said that uh, they're very, very keyed in to detail. Mm-hmm. They can go into a room because they see things differently. Yeah. That is really, really important in law enforcement. You need to go to... Imagine you're a police officer. Let's say that... Imagine this in another universe. That the two of us work together as yep. police. Obviously, I'm the senior man. You're junior. Well, that, that's problematic because you don't have a licence. So, and you can't become a police officer, by the way, unless you have a licence. Dad, so, in the magical parallel universe where we are becoming police officers together, I think I'd have my licence. Let's stretch that. You would. Okay? No, you'd, you'd yeah. have your licence. There was a girl... In yep. my class, class 171, mm-hmm. back in the 80s, yep. who was on her L's at the academy. Okay. Isn't that extraordinary? So I could do that. That's fine. Yeah. But you still got to do the advanced driving. Yeah. But with a bit of tuition on the side from me, I'd take you out into the desert where there are no obstacles. That's fucking sinister. Why the desert? Why not a car park? I just said where there are no obstacles. Yeah, but the desert? Well, somewhere where there's just nothing. No trees. No witnesses. No, I got Nothing. You. And then you can do what you like. You, can, you can't yeah. crash the car, basically. Don't and I'd get you up to speed. All right? Mm-hmm. So the two of us, we go to a crime. And it's a mysterious crime. There might be a body or two. There might be blood. There might be nobody. As in, not no one, but no body lying or whatever. And we use our powers of deduction. Now, I think it's fair to say, and this police officer, serving officer in England, puts forward a very, very good argument, that you need to think outside the box. And thinking outside the box is, we all know one of the foundations of good policing. Would yes, you not agree? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because take the case, Paul, that we're doing at the moment where we're about to do part four next week. Mm-hmm. That's a mystery. I mean, I, Paul, you and I have been working on this case now for a few weeks. We are privy to the coroner's report, but don't you find it incredibly per- perplexing? And I yeah, think I really do. You, I think if you can bring to the table a different perspective, a perspective that some people might find bizarre, weird, irrational, mm-hmm. then I think all points should be brought in. And I think with that type of mind, I think because what people with ADHD can do mm-hmm. is they can distill and concentrate and fire a laser beam 
of logic at a particular, you know, viewpoint. Yeah, sadly, we don't have actual lasers that we can fire from our bodies, but we do have a uh, hyperfocus, which is quite useful. Yes, and you know, <clears throat> Paul, if you had a group of people watching a situation unfold, I feel that um, if you interviewed everyone afterwards, you'd find that people with ADHD mm-hmm. or who were on some type of spectrum to a greater or less extent would bring to the party some very, very useful information. I, I uh, And also, like, for example, I'm very particular. I'm very orderly. Mm-hmm. I like symmetry. But I can go into someone else's place that's a shitstorm and I don't care. I, I only, I mean, I like sort of neatness. Have you ever seen the staff at, for example, royal functions that go and do the table setting? Have you ever seen, and in top restaurants, have you seen the way they prepare the the distance between napkin and cutlery and the seat set out from the table? It's really- are, you, are you saying that the are you saying that the uh, people who set the tables at the at Buckingham Palace are all on the spectrum? No, <laughs> no, I'm, that's exactly okay. that's my point. I'm not saying that. I'm <clears throat> saying that you know it's very easy for people to include neat people, for example, mm. and sort of bundle them all into this 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 category. By the way, and also Paul, um, you know how I like to sort of tell you things that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. And I know that our listeners always appreciate your reaction to things. So for you and the listeners, um, my mum, your grandmother's got cancer. And the big C. Dad, yep. Why would, you, why would you tell me this on the show? No, I just thought you might like to, because uh, the listeners, I'm sure, will be keen to know that she's being diagnosed with cancer and she's going in for... A big operation tomorrow. Dad, and what, what what kind of what, what kind of cancer? It's quite a big cancer. It's in her. I think it's in her colon. Dad, why would you tell me this on the show? Because I like to see how you react, and I thought the listeners might like to know. Dad, this is not for the show. This is private stuff. No, it's not private because everyone knows that your grandmother, my with whom we've mentioned a thousand times over the years, Dad, is a Dad. serious fan. Dad, you can't. Dad. Bless you, but you can't. This can't go on the show. Okay, I think this it can. Is, this is why would you not tell me this off the air? I just thought of it then. Thought of it, Dad. This is huge. I should know this. Well, I've told you now. On the air. Yep. <laughs> it's all good. Everything is fine. She's great. What do you What do you mean it's fine? She's going to get tested to find out if she's fine. We don't know if she's fine. No, she's having the operation tomorrow. We'll keep everyone abreast of what's happening. No, we can't. Should we listen to this episode? I saw Dad, her for coffee. Dad, I can't put this on the episode. Okay, cool. That's um, your call. What, no, <clears throat> why didn't why why didn't you tell me this before? When did you know about this? What's um, when did you find out about this? I've known about it for a while. You've known about it for a while. Yep. And why didn't you tell me <clears throat> earlier? I'm not sure. You're not sure. No. But anyway, that, look, might, I, that might that might be an impulse worth examining. I think. Um, <laughs> no, I just thought that um, I don't think it's that serious. You don't think it's that serious? What no. is that? What is what is that based on? That assumption? 
Um, certainly not my medical expertise. So, what do you know? What do you actually know about this? <clears throat> well, she's... Um, well, I've been following it. <laughs> God. I'm sort of from the following it from the sidelines. I'm the person in the family that likes to remain extremely chipper and mum needs someone that's really, really positive and that's me, okay? Is it? But Yes, but your positivity can't ignore the... Like, what are the facts, Dad? Facts are that she's being operated tomorrow. And yes, but where will, is it? What is it? How big is it? Where, like, it's what's a decent the, size, no, but they're doing keyhole surgery. I think they're going to do keyhole. Unless it's too big, then they've got to... Go in some other way, but we'll find out. It's it's evolving. But as I said, I saw Mum yesterday with all the fans of Lucia, and it's it's a regular Wednesday thing, and she is absolutely brilliant and positive, and she understands that it's it's got to be sorted. So they, she was going to be operated on in a few weeks. They've managed to move it forward to tomorrow she's going into hospital today into a very very good hospital here in sydney when is she when is she going in can i call her yeah you can call her today is she going in now later no 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 later on today for, for something later on they've today. got to do something or other and then she stays in i think she stays in overnight and then they operate tomorrow quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay. But, um, yeah, look, she's. Uh, I, I think out of all the fans we've got, which every single time we do a podcast, and I mean this, and she's been doing this for years, she texts me after every single podcast and says, fabulous, with ultra, many, many exclamation marks, or brilliant, or <clears throat> she's so keyed in. Mm. I'm not going to say she lives for the podcast, but she she's an avid fan. Hardcore. So... I'll I'll have a think about that stuff. That's a lot to take in on the mind. I don't think it's that dramatic, Paul, personally. Yeah, you don't because you've had the information for a while. But, no, no, but no. You, I don't that's I don't react that way to to that. I I have my own way of reacting to that sort of information. And to me it's yes. what's what's the point of flagellating and beating your chest and you know, it's ridiculous. You need people that are just treating it the way it should oh, be no. treated. 
Dad, no, no, that that I get, but you got to understand that. I mean, I've just woken up and I'm recording a podcast, and you tell me on the podcast. Like, yeah, surely well, you can see I, that that's a little bit. <laughs> no, that's but I chose to do that on purpose. Yes, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so that... because everyone loves your reaction. Okay, uh, I think it's great because Paul, it is a live podcast. It's real. Our listeners really love the fact that. Um, you know, we talk um, often spontaneously, and I have a feeling that, I mean, let's face it, a lot of stuff that gets taken out, not in our particular case with our podcast, but they they do whole series on television and Netflix and all those platforms. They do whole seasons on stuff that's never made it, that's been cut. I and guess, sometimes it's really yeah. good stuff. I guess what I'm saying is, what 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 was your? How did you hope I would react, and why did you not tell me off the mic? I'm just I'm just curious. I was going to tell you today. I made a conscious decision to tell you on air because I think um, because my mother, your grandmother, will be listening to this, and mm. she'll it'll it'll make her feel good. I'm because it's, it's real, and I like I'm, like yeah. I said. Mate, I've got three other siblings, okay? Mm. And if you had them on the air on this show, which I would never advise ever, uh, you would be, you just could not imagine some of their reactions. To me, it's, they don't react the way I do. I've got my own way of, you know. I mean, with my dad's funeral, for example, I, 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 I organized the whole thing. I did it. Um, I'm not going to go into the, the very, very personal aspects of that particular incident, but suffice to say, uh, people act, react differently. And yes, it's no, just, and I'm, you know, that aside, that aside, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. What did you think? And be honest, what did you think my reaction would be? Exactly the way you reacted. So, if you knew it would upset me, why did you, do, why did you do it anyway? Well, I. Don't think it's a matter of upsetting you. I think it's a matter of. I think your reaction is kind of normal, but I think you need to get things sort of in in perspective. Insofar as you know, the way it's panning out, it's not at this stage. It's all very very positive, and I think that's important to have positive people. Uh, I understand you have negative people that are on the other side that are all you know doom and gloom and oh, you know, worst case scenario. That's definitely not me. <clears throat> I'm the opposite, and I think uh, I think you're you're up to it. No, I I applaud that impulse. I actually applaud the impulse to be positive. I do. Mm. Yeah. What I'm confused about is the impulse to save bad news when it's too late to actually do anything about it until the microphone is rolling. And I'm curious as to what has, because this show has been going five years. Yes. And occasionally I compare your behavior, reactions, delivery of lines, whatever, to Mm. the way it was before we did the show, which was completely different. And I'm genuinely curious as to what pre-podcast and book John Verhoeven would think about saving a Cancer surgery. Yeah, diagnosis. I would. I wouldn't do it. But Paul, do it. for me, with respect, 
um, in this particular case. And I love you very much, but I think it's good content. Okay. <laughs> you can take it whichever way you like. Maybe I've sort of, I won't say, <laughs> I just think it's, it's you may great. have crossed the Rubicon a little bit, but okay. Okay. Uh, well, look, I just, Grandma, I hope you're okay. I'm going to call you like the second this podcast finishes, obviously, because I am very, very worried now. Um, Paul, Paul, but, you're yes, worried. Yes. When you talk to your grandmother, you will not get any of your reaction or your the way you feel about this. You, you, you won't. It, none of that will come across. And it's not Grandma bullshitting to you. It's she's genuinely amazing and positive. And positivity yep. is really, really important. Couldn't agree more. Morale is very important, and also, you know, I look, I, I know the thing is, I know she'll be fine. It's just, it's a, it's a loss taken uh, yeah. before yeah. before eight a.m. on a Thursday. And you um, could say there will be listeners out there, uh, hopefully not too many, who may feel I was a little bit mercenary and maybe a little bit cruel towards you, but I have great love and and respect and fervor and for the show. Uh, clearly, all of those appeal, not appeal, apply to you. Mm. That's a given. But also, I do like to include certain things uh, with our listeners because, you know, I had I had a p- paramedic reach out to me yesterday and it was a heavy conversation. I'm not going to tell any of the stories because he said to me, that he worked in country towns and everyone will know straight away and the stories were just f- beyond fucked, okay? But, you know, he... Um, fuck, why am I telling you this? Bloody hell, I had a great segue into something. Anyway, look, That's the thing question. is, um, our fans, they... It's sort of like a... It's a bit like a family... And I don't necessarily like to withhold, you know, there's some, some things we don't talk about, Paul, but, you know. Really? I'm starting right? to think there's not. I'm starting to think there's nothing we don't talk about. <clears throat> well, um, you know, look, I mean, I, I'm i having certain, I went to the doctors yesterday about something or other and, you know. Hang on, are you sick? Is the, Are you sick? Are you well, okay? It's just my knee. But to me, my knee is, you know, it's important. Um as is my other knee, uh, and I'm a procrastinator, and I have a very, very high pain threshold. And Christine said to me, for God's sake, stop talking about it. I've been talking about this knee thing for six months, and I'm more than happy. But then I found <clears throat> out, listeners, and this is on a perhaps a bit of a sad note, we have a uh, uh, weekly guy that comes in. He's Portuguese. He does the cleaning here, and he's the, he's a lovely guy. He's, he's just amazing and he and his wife have been doing this for years and then a few months ago his wife didn't turn up and he said to me sometime later that she died of cancer which is perhaps not the best thing to talk about now but she he said to me that she had suffered quietly had a very high pain threshold never said anything and then one day he came in and she was dead and she was not old. And that made me think that maybe it's, if you get something that's sort of not quite right, perhaps you should make the effort. So I guess the, the upshot is that, I mean, in relation to my mum, I think 
the listeners will want to be kept abreast of what's happening um, because, yeah, it's good. And I, I'm going to um, call her, Dad, I'm going to call her right now. Do you think it's 8.30? Is it too early yeah. to call her? <clears throat> She's been awake for hours. All right, I'll give her a call. She's probably already gone walking and dancing and... Yeah, okay. You know, she's a she's a social butterfly. Okay. Listeners, she- it, as a social experiment, I think you'll agree that this podcast is it's really something. <laughs> oh my god. It's been a really really interesting week for Lucy units. Uh what was nice for me, uh just to pivot was heading across to the Facebook page and actually getting to do a live, you know, video Zoom call for all of you and actually, you know, kind of have everyone see what we look like when we record. Uh and we're going to try and do more of that in the future. In fact, uh, we are going to try and do a live loose ends at some point soon. Um, so that's something to really look forward to. But listeners, we're going to wrap it up here because I am going to call my grandmother and see how she's doing. Um, we hope you have a great weekend. We're going to be back with part four of our look at the Kellett disappearance, where we continue our deep dive into the coroner's inquest. In the meantime, have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Check on your family because you never know what they're keeping to themselves. Dad, I love you very much, and uh, I'll see you all next week for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Cheerio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.